0: You're listening to Deadset Podcasting with your host, Josh Liston. This is a show dedicated to podcasting in Australia, New Zealand, and Southeast Asia. Follow along with today's episode over at deadsetpodcasting.com. Okay, here we go. G'day, g'day, Josh here. Three podcasting pet peeves in the realm of promotion, production, and compression that this week have really been bothering me. So you're going to hear about that. Just before we get into that, to support the show, buymeacoffee.com slash deadsetpod or you can go to deadsetpodcasting.com slash support and there's links there to where you can review the show and share it with other people if you think it might help them. Righto. So my first pet peeve that I've noticed this week, listening to a lot of shows and paying attention on Twitter, particularly to how people are promoting shows, is the following. This one's about promotion. A cool website called Podchaser tweeted just today, who has the best theme music in podcasting? And you probably know where I'm going with this, but if you can't work it out in advance, once again, I'm going to tell you all about it. A lot of the answers were, oh, my show's got great music. Oh, my show has the best podcasting music because my friend made it. Sorry, mate, but you don't have the best podcasting theme song. You may have a great podcasting theme song. You may objectively have the best podcasting theme song. You might have the Godfather Part 2 of theme songs, a timeless classic that's unquestionably one of the greats. But you just look like a bit of a douche to be out there promoting that with all of the songs that you could mention from all of the shows that you could mention, you're talking about yourself. It's the perfect opportunity... When larger platforms than yourself ask a question like that to shine some light onto your friend shows, shows that you love, people maybe who show you love and they don't know that you even exist, you can subtly let them know, hey, I'm a huge fan of your show. You have a great theme song, by the way. All those are options that you basically deprive yourself of by basically running with your ego and just thinking, oh, of course I've got the best theme song. I wrote it myself or my friend wrote it or just here's an opportunity to I'll just throw our show out there on my show I just don't think it's really in anyone's best interest to be doing that and I know for me I'm not going to know if you have the best theme song because I'm not going to ever listen to your show because you've well and truly put yourself on the douche scale so get off the douche car yeah there's already enough people filling that thing up you don't want your show involved it's easy to avoid it's like cake if you don't bring it home from the supermarket. You can't make the thing. That's the same with being a douche in podcasting. Right, if you're offended by the word douche, I'm sorry. In Australia, that's not really at all offensive. So it just means that you're being a bit of an idiot over here. So apologies if that does offend. Hopefully I'm not breaching my clean rating here. We'll find out, I guess. Maybe I'm making the mistake. Maybe the pet peeve should be, Josh, don't talk on the microphone. You're annoying. (laughs) You're explicit. Okay. Number two is about production. It's the use of mood music... Piano lines, dark themes, segment breaks that are meant to set a scene in a show that has a generally pretty upbeat feel and it's entertainment based. No one needs you to be NPR to do your show about gaming or video games or whatever it is. The show that I was listening to was about sports and it was a documentary-ish kind of conversation about the history of sports between two people but it was only 5% different to their normal conversational interview show where they're talking about current events. All they were doing was talking about past events and there were these scene breaks in the conversation and I won't out the podcaster because obviously they're, well, to be honest, they're much more successful than I'll ever be and probably 90% of the time much better than I'll ever be. But it was just as a fan, it was really off-putting to hear them going into full audio documentary mode when their show and the conversational nature of the show doesn't suit that music. So here's my golden rule. Not everything that NPR or the BBC or Australia's the ABC does is right for your podcast. Okay, number 3. This is about compression. And I think a lot of this has to do with some of the early videos on YouTube teaching people how to compress vocals for a podcast were lazy. And a little bit off the mark for where the production standards of 2020 podcasts really are. And those videos still have a lot of Google juice and YouTube juice. They're still attracting audiences, but it's what I call sausage compression. And it's not so bad on the vocal if it works for you and it's easy and it's quick. And for 90% of the voices on your show, it's right. And it works. It's when you're applying it to the full track that includes music and other elements Music does not need to be recompressed again. You may need to adjust the volume a tiny bit, the overall master volume where it's peaking at, because it might be once again we've talked about before if you have a stereo music track and you're trying to stick that into a mono audio track for your podcast to be released at, it might actually peak or be very close to peaking and not sound very good. You don't need to recompress that though. The engineer that's infinitely better at judging music compression levels and the mastering engineer who's probably even better again at that have both decided at some point along with the artist this is how we want this to be compressed or it came out and that's what it is so someone decided that's how it's going to be and had the final say it's pretty unlikely that your vocal compression setting that you've just been throwing on everything as some kind of quote-unquote secret sauce for 10 years is going to suit music and guess what it doesn't it makes it sound terrible so if you're looking for an easy rule of thumb here compress the voices only leave the music alone you may need to ride the volume a little bit overall on those music tracks but that's it unless you're a mastering engineer then maybe you've got some tools to make it sound even better but even then you're not working with a raw music track you're working with a pre-mastered pre-compressed track so there's only so much you can do with that anyway So please, if you're watching an old YouTube video, say from 2012, about secret sources, etc., just take into account that generally that's not going to work for your music tracks. And particularly with heavily compressed music styles already, you're just going to push that over the edge. You're probably just going to give people a headache, to be honest, to make it sound like complete rubbish. Righto. Thanks all. I know this is a bit of a ranty one, but occasionally I just want to get this stuff off my chest because I know I make so many mistakes. and I only know in retrospect how terrible they all are, these are some really easy ones to avoid. So just to recap, you don't have the best theme song in podcasting and or any variation of that. No one wants to see you promoting your own show as an answer to every question that gets put on the internet. Number two, don't use out-of-context music or any production elements unless they actually suit the style of your show. Obviously, you may use them as an experiment like I have in the past and you just completely miff it. That's probably excusable. I'm talking about as an ongoing theme. You just need to get the mood elements right, and that might be just a case of not having any as opposed to having the wrong ones. And number three, don't compress your music. It doesn't need it. Unless it's raw and you wrote it and you haven't compressed it or you're working with original stems from the producer of the song or the writer... It doesn't need anything extra. There's no special sauce. If anything, you're just throwing a bunch of rubbish old salt on there that's been scraped up off the kitchen floor. Righto. That's enough ranting. Deadsetpodcasting.com support. I also have my services on there for podcast editing. If you need your show edited or know someone who does, I promise I'm not this loaded on caffeine when I'm editing other people's shows. Apparently, I thought 35 coffees would be a good idea on a Wednesday morning. And then I'm going to try and record. So there might be some more Pet Peeve episodes coming, but hopefully you guys know at least this. I'm not doing a Pet Peeve just to get traffic. I actually don't like Pet Peeve episodes normally. Even the term Pet Peeve is a little bit silly, but people just know what it is. So that's why I'm using the phrase Pet Peeve. Hopefully these are obvious compositional choices for your show and or their reputational choices that you can make. So you don't look like a douchebag when you're promoting your show, when you've got a perfect chance to promote podcasting maybe more broadly, or another show that you love. Okay, cheers. Catch you later. This episode was edited by Dead Set Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing.